everybody. Welcome to another edition, show number six of Do You Remember That Guy? That's right. My name is Jimmy Palumbo with my co-host... Rick Antonori, Coach A. That's it, Coach A here. Now, what we do on the show is real simple. I call it a basic little cute little podcast where I'm a Yankee fan and Rick's a, a Met fan. Um, and what we do is we, we, we try to bring up guys that played eh, like the 70s, 80s, 90s, really, uh, and the aughts, I guess, where the average fan would know. It's the guy... It's, it's the player, not a star, no Jeters or Piazza. It's a guy that a, a good fan would remember. Like, and you want to know, do you remember that guy? Or as I call it, what the heck happened to that guy? Or other na- other names are, is that guy dead yet? So, <laughs> so no. do you remember that guy? So what we do is, and we each don't know who the other person is going to bring up, what player. And we try to tease it a little bit in the beginning. So I will go first. Now. I got this. Um, I got this guy. My uh, my brother in law sent me um, a yearbook from the nineteen ninety two to ninety three Yankees, and I was like, oh, perfect! Instead of going online and doing it, I will have fun and um, and go through it like through the actual yearbook and see if there's a guy on there I can talk about. So this guy played nine years in the bigs, right hand pitcher. Okay, he played in the bigs from um, uh, what you call it. Uh, he had a 4.17 ERA, pitched in 243 games. His career was from 1987 to 1995. He played with three teams, Kansas City, White Sox, and the Yankees. But for the Yankees, he pitched from 92 to 95. He once actually threw a no-hitter, but it was in seven games and got rained out, and they actually changed the rule soon after that that you had to go nine innings to get the, get the no-hitter. Seven innings. Right. Okay, um, so uh, I remember this guy as being very good till uh, injury. Just I was going to say, much. is this, is this SK? somebody? Is this something you you think you have a guess on this? The initials SK. No, no, no. Who are you okay. going to say? Uh, oh, Scott Kamenicki. I just said Kamenicki. Yeah, <laughs> that's another good one. Um, no, oh, no, his name. No, yeah, that's that's close, and I'll explain why. All right. No, this is right-handed for the New York Yankees. Melito Perez. Oh, I would have gotten that. All right. That's okay. a good one. Um, now, I remember him as being lousy. Okay. Again, the purpose of this show is to bring up guys who, now, like, there could be another guy, person out there who thought he was really good, and the, the stats say no, and another guy who thinks he stunk, and the stats prove that he was actually pretty good. Um, he was pretty good with the Yankees. I mean, his best year was 92, which was his first year. Um he had an ERA of 2.87 in 33 starts, 10 complete games, and struck out 218. Um, th- right. This guy, you know, he was signed uh, at a, from Kansas City as a free agent in 1983. And he was traded uh, from the Royals, okay? They traded him, Melito Perez to the White Sox, along with John Davis and Greg Hibbard for Floyd Bannister and Dave Cochran, two players that I actually remember as well. So he goes to Chicago, four years, he starts 30 starts a game, which means he was part of the rotation, he had like a 3.7 ERA, a five, like 3.75, 4.6, So he was like a journeyman starter, but like decent player. Um, it was a workhorse. He threw he a no-hitter against the Yankees, but it was a rain-delay no. game, so he didn't get credit for it. The uh, Major League Baseball ruled you have to go nine. 
1992, he was traded to the Yankees with Domingo Jean and Bob Wickman for Steve Sachs, which is another oh, shitty wow. Yankee. Um, that, uh, but that was a big trade at the time. Um, now, in, in, in 1992, again, this was just before the Yankees started to get good again. Um, right. They, they were good in 94, and then the strike happened. The, correct. The, the they, were just, they were just really getting ready. played each other. I remember that. Exactly. Show Walter was starting to really put his team together. But this, this is what blew me away. Uh, in 1992, Melito Perez struck out 218 batters, second only to Randy Johnson. I would have not thought that a starter on the Yankees was second to Randy Johnson in strikeouts. He also gave up Manny Ramirez's first home run, which is crazy. Um, and he was, like, pretty good. Like I said, his ERA was always decent. He, he threw hard. Uh, he won a decent amount of games. But and then, of course, you know, uh, in 1995, he tore his right elbow. And from what I saw online, it looked like it was one of those tears a little bit beyond the Tommy John and one of those injuries where the doc looks at you and says, I hope you got you money. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was like whatever was even beyond that because they, they did do Tommy John surgeries back then. But he did try to make a comeback um, in like 1997 with the uh, Cleveland Indians, but he got cut. And he just went back to uh, the Dominican Republic with his wife and three kids. And, but he's currently a mayor. He's the mayor of San Gregorio in the Dominican Republic. <laughs> so he ended up, he made around $16 million. So, you know, that's not bad coin right there. And he got traded for some decent players here and there. And mm -hmm. um, he had one really good year for the Yanks. And I'm guessing he would have probably pitched for the Yankees straight through to when they got good. But he tore his elbow and... Now he's on the, he's on this show, <laughs> so. But I don't know if yeah, you remember I mean, him. I remember him as being not that good, and a guy like we got to get rid of this guy. But it's not really true. He was he he went innings. He had a lot of complete games. He struck out a lot of guys. Um, it wasn't like he was old. He wasn't a journeyman quite yet. No, I mean, he actually a pretty good career. Sounds. I mean, look, it sounds like yeah. And he, played, like and he pitched nine years in the big. So Melito yeah. Perez with a. Uh, 4.17 ERA, I think some of the uh, years, uh, you know, it screwed him up at the end there. But he did have a couple of years where his ERA was five. Um, but, uh, you know, uh, oh, that's another thing I completely forgot. Um, I did not mention that he's a uh, uh, brother to the picture for the Expos, Pasquale Perez. Are you sure about that? I'm talking to Chris. It's so funny. I knew, I thought I knew that, but then I thought it was one of those things. You know what? He is, because I remember the big story, the, the brothers, and then right. wasn't one, Pascal's the one who got arrested. And I used to got, love. Got lost getting to the stadium or yeah, something Yeah, like I used that. to love Pascual Perez. He was my favorite pitcher. Yeah. Yeah, the Jerry Curl. He was. I love as people who know me. I love flawed players. I find them fun. Like even I don't want to say a guy like John Carlos Stanton, but like I like a guy. I still love, you know, Ruben Sierra. Well, Lawrence Taylor was not flawed on the field. I'm talking about on the field flaws. Um, I used to love Ruben Sierra. I used to. I love John Carlos Stanton. Guys who just like hack away. It's the greatest thing ever. But yeah, Pasquale Perez was like that. But his brother Melito Perez, nine years in the bigs, and he played with the Royals, White Sox, and the Yankees. And really, what ended his career was a severe elbow injury. And now he's uh, you know, we've got a wife and three kids. He lives in the Dominican Republic, and he's a mayor of some town. And that's I mean, he, yeah. He went back to the Dominican Republic as a millionaire. As a millionaire, so living in the DR. Yeah, he probably has. He probably needs security around his palace. 
uh, his kids have a security guards taking him to school. But that's it, Melito Perez. So that is the halfway point here. And uh, we come back from the break, we will find out what the heck happened to that guy that Rick's going to tell me. We'll be right back. You know, myself and Gooch are both getting a little older. One of the first things to go is your vision. Thank goodness for our hookup over at Absolute Eyewear in Woodbridge, New Jersey, right on Main Street next to the train station. They have glasses for all ages, all budgets. They have safety glasses, sports glasses. They are a full-service powerhouse offering eye exams and even free lenses for the kids. They work with BCBS, AAA, AARP, giving massive discounts. They're open five days a week, closed on Wednesdays and Sundays. Call 732-326-3937 to get your first pair of Ray-Ban, Burberry, Coach, Polo, you name it. They got it. Go see Craig and Johnine right now. All right, we are back to Do You Remember That Guy? And now it's Rick's turn, and let me see if I can guess. Go ahead, Rick. All right, so my guy, uh, I, I'm a little concerned. He might be on the cusp. He was never great. Oh, he's and a cusp, so he might. So if he's, he, well, you, he, you know what? is he too good yeah, for the show? I don't know, but he's a cult hero to Met fans. But I, yeah, looking at his stats, he had a good career, 16 years in the majors. Oh, wow. Okay, I'm going to let our producer, Chris Gucci, decide if this is the guy's hey. too good. He played seven with the Mets. All so right. he, he bounced around after that. What years? He started in 1986 through 2001. So he started with the team that won it. Then he went, oh, wow. Okay. Now, so he, he comes up as a September call-up after a, what you would consider probably a Hall of Fame college career. Okay. And with that career where he, um, if I find it really quick. What position? Had, uh, if I'll give it away right away, he played right. the infield. Oh, with that. Okay. okay. Infield his college average was four thirty nine, which is in the top 10 all time. Okay. Of college averages. Okay. And he went to university of Alabama and took them to the world series where they lost to Texas. Oh, I know who this is. I know who this is. It's at the okay. tip of my tongue. Now, oh, I'm give also, me more. He's also, he's also related to a Yankee manager and former player, but he's, his. His cult being of why he Met fans love him was on September 17th of 1986, of which I was at the game, sitting in the upper deck with my best friends, Joe and Kevin. I guess I like okay. it's not Barra, one of the Barra kids. Couldn't have been. No, better. not one of the Barra kids, no. So he plays because Keith Hernandez comes down with the flu, and he's, he comes in for Keith Hernandez to start the game. All right. And what was his lifetime now, batting average? Lifetime batting average is 288 with a 390 on base percentage. Okay. This guy would be making millions today. All right. I can't believe I'm not no getting it. It's the college no thing power. that I remember is sticking okay. out. Well, anyway, he comes in for Keith Hernandez because Keith Hernandez can't start the game. The Mets are playing Chicago Cubs. Dwight Gooden's on the mound. September 17th, 1986, the day they clinch, the night they clinch the National League East title. He goes three for four with three RBIs. Okay. All right, big game. Hernandez, Hernandez, sick as a dog, says there's no way I'm not going to be on the field when we clinch. So he take, they take him out for Hernandez to play the last inning defensively. Oh, what a pussy. Okay. So he goes well, on. maybe that's a cool a, thing. I don't know. <laughs> it is a cool thing. I mean, Looking it, back, I think he's screwing the guy over, but you know what? Well, now after, You're now, the veteran. Get it. Get it. Get it. He, he stays with the Mets and does a, does a good job. In 1987, he bats 318 with 386 on base percentage. In 1988, he bats 277, 393. On I can't OB. figure out who this guy is. It's killing me. Third base and first baseman. 1989, right. 286, 367. 
1990, his best year with the Mets, 328, 417, hit six home runs, the most home runs he hit in one oh, year. Not, well, how did he get, how did he, well, let's try to do this the other way now. How did he get off the Mets? Well, the Mets start to be, you know, becomes crowded because he's never a great, you know, remember he replaces Keith Hernandez at first base, but you can't replace 11 time gold glove award winner and captain of the so team. So he was a shitty fielder. Is what you're trying to say. Not a great fielder. Then he, so they try him at third base. So they actually move Howard Johnson off third base into oh, center. I must know this guy. Okay. He's Lou Pinella's godson. Oh, yeah. Who is this guy? This is terrible. His this name. Is ter- is David Joseph Magan. Oh, absolutely. How could I not get something? You know what? My brother right now is going to be giving me some, even though he's not a Met fan. Um, absolutely. Yes, I totally remember. Yeah, he was good. Now, Max, he was he was good, but he never he with all the he you know, he, he never like had I'll tell you why I think he was good. Because he got good and the Mets the, but yeah. then the Mets started to get shitty. Yes. Correct. And so he became, you know, uh like the dead wood thing, but he was actually yeah. not a bad they, player. They didn't know where to play him because his glove wasn't great. They wind up in 1989, Keith Hernandez leaves, he gets first base, but then in 91, 92, they get Eddie Murray. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that now. So yeah. They move him to third base, but Howard Johnson. But where, 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 where did uh, Magdalene go after the Mets? He's, in 1993, he signs a two year contract with the expansion Florida, Mar- which is now the Florida Marlins. Uh, oh, he went to the Marlins. He, okay. probably, he probably signed for a decent buck down there, though. Though at that point, uh, it's okay. But he gets I mean, traded. Comparative. He gets traded mid-year to Seattle, then goes back to Florida. Um, I remember them. I I remember the Yankees batting against him when he wasn't on the Mets. I remember that. Yeah, he played a long time. He's a borderline. Now you know what that actually qualifies as a. Do you remember because that guy? He, My producer yeah. gives it to pass. It's he's okay. Yeah, he, he had, he had. I, moments. He had moments where he, you know, was potentially this really good player, but he was either stuck behind again Keith Hernandez, Gary Carter, right. then he gets stuck behind Howard Johnson, Daryl Strawberry, Eddie Murray. You know, now you so said, he's never, he's you, never the, like the guy. Never. You mentioned something about um, college. Like, wasn't he like the poster boy for a while that you can go to like a big time SEC? Uh, you know, Southern yeah. states, uh, after uh, high school, college, and kick ass, and then go right to the. I remember that. I do remember that storyline behind him. He was considered well, like he, the best hitter in college, wasn't he? Yeah, he batted five twenty five at one point for nineteen eighty three. That's that's Johnny Trino territory right there. <laughs> that's five twenty. You know what? I don't care. You know that's a, that's a funny. I don't care what league you're in, whether it's uh, yeah, your daughter's four years old. Any league where you bat five twenty five, you're you're a good hitter. <laughs> Even if it's for one year, like you can't like you don't get lucky with bloops and and uh, error, you know, and questionable I mean, Jimmy, calls. Five twenty five. His career, his career SEC batting average, four years four thirty nine. Wow, it's top ten all time. I wonder what the in the last thirty years what the best college batting yeah. average is. I, I, we got to research that. That's. Because I know it's always a little higher than the pros. His, but. his five his five twenty five average in nineteen eighty three is still in the top five. Five twenty five, man, you bet. And it wasn't like he was playing for you know uh, a school that doesn't have. You play for Alabama. They they got to play. They're always in. The, they're always uh, vying for NCAA's and stuff. Wow, five twenty five. Kicker. He leads. He leads the like he leads the country in hitting in college. He got drafted in the thirty second round. 
Do you know how many ball players went ahead of him before he gets drafted? So he batted. Well, so this is crazy to me. He bats five twenty five his senior year, and he gets drafted in the thirty second round. In eighty in three, yeah. So that means yeah. he got drafted. Nine hundred players went. Uh, Something like that. Yeah. He. I mean. That, that's. Yeah. He gets. But see, and, it's and, funny. The scouts must have known he can't play the field. He sucks. He's. But yeah, usually, he no power. No, like no power, really. Yeah, but you he's know not, what? Not, I don't. Five twenty-five. I'm kidding. Mean, I know. I mean, I know. it must have been slow too. Had to be something like that too. Or where he are you going to put him? He was never a great base runner. You know, he wasn't a prototypical first baseman, third baseman, you know, who jacked home runs. I mean, you got to remember, back in 83, your prototypical third baseman was Mike Schmidt and George Brett. You know, even even George Brett, who had 380, three, you know, 360, 380. I want to know, you know what, I want to know who went in the 29th round and they didn't take the guy from Alabama about 525. Oh, I want to look I want to look at the entire 30th round of that year and and who was the GM of each team and say, "Hey buddy, you didn't check this guy uh, Dave over there playing for Alabama batting 525." Yeah, I'm so saying. I mean, really. Uh, I mean, I'm I mean, sure today, you know what happened today? Oh, the pitching's not good in the SEC this year. <laughs> be all like stupid stats. He got 30 of his hits came a, in a doubleheader game of which, you know, uh, a girl was pitching or something like that, underhand, I don't know, whatever the hell it is. But, wow, that's right, Dave, uh, Dave Magadan. Oh, my God, I totally remember him. But 16 years, so, hey, he was a, he was a, he was a major league player, pension. What is he doing now? He is now he's actually the Colorado's Rockies major league hitting coach. So he's, he's in still the, in baseball. He's still okay. in baseball. Another guy nobody cares about. He's been in baseball for forty years. That's yeah. unbelievable. He's still in it's he never, never is he. Uh, how old is he now? What you, he's now fifty nine. He just turned fifty nine. So he's not even. He's not even going to get a manager job at this point. Not at fifty nine. I mean, I guess he could. Fifty nine, he could. He's been a hitting coach for several teams. He's currently with the Colorado Rockies. Wow, yeah. hitting coach in the thin air there, hitting bombs. That's awesome. Yeah. So I mean, Dave, he's been, that's, he's been the hitting coach for the uh, for the Padres, for the Red Sox. Um, yeah, I think I. It's another thing I remember Diamond seeing Black, him. Rangers, and now he's with the Colorado Rockies. I remember they would cut to you know either the Yankee broadcast would be talking about the hitting coach of the Red Sox. I remember that as well. That's yeah. another uh, place his name came up. So all right, we got we got two players here, very different this time. Usually they're similar, but this year, this time, uh, well, no, actually we went with two players that would, were fairly good. Um, yeah, Lito Perez cool. got cut down an injury, but he played nine years, and Dave Magadan, who played sixteen years. We also got a new announcement here, um, and uh, Rick's going to tell you all about it. Uh, it's something we're, we're both going to be involved with. Uh, it's a, it's an it's an, like an advice critique thing called. Critique.com, C-R-I-T-I-Q.com. Rick, take it away. What's going on? Well, basically, uh, you a customer sends, they log into critique.com. They get a um, their own customer page. And depending on what you're looking for, let's say for me, if you want to improve your hitting, you can send me a 45-second, 60-second video on one of your at-bats. Or if you're a catcher, you know, trying to throw somebody out. And I'm going to send you a, you know, a professional, you know, one to two minute video assessment of what I see and what you can improve upon. And Jimmy, right. you'll be doing acting. And yeah, I'm going to do one where, you know, you want to send me an audition. I'll, I'll go over it. I, th I think the cool thing about it is it's not live. They're not in front of you. You're almost getting unsolicited advice, even though you're soliciting it. And you can, uh, obviously there's a fee for it, but 
you can take it or leave it. In other words, um, you may give advice and pick up one little one little tidbit uh, that could really change uh, something great for a catcher or a, or a hitter, or I can yeah. tell somebody about an audition. And but there's also many things on it. You, you can get advice from all kinds of different um, things in life, not only sports but. Uh, work stuff, real estate advice, interior uh, decorating, cooking. Yeah, interior decorating, cooking. Here's this recipe. What do you think? Blah blah blah. And what yeah, happens is, what makes it great is you know, first of all, you, you, to get on it, like we had to be vetted. Yeah, you know, and we're recognized as you know professionals or experts in the field. Right. And everyone you see on there is an expert. Like you know, one guy was a gold medalist track track and field right. uh, Olympic. Yeah, I saw know, that guy. in the uh, in the Another demo. Right. Uh, this other guy's a professional dunker where, you know, he's got a vertical leap of like 50 something feet. Who knows right. what it, I mean, the guy just jumps through the hoop. <laughs> I mean, we had a meeting with the owners and they were showing that track star who won a gold medal. And he was somebody who was trying to learn how to get out of the blocks. And he was right. giving them a quick advice right away. And it's like, again, it's not an hour long. These are short videos you get. You only right. send them a 45 second or a minute video and they critique that. Um, I right. guess the videos can be a little longer, but, um, they want to keep yeah, it. Two minutes is the longest. Two minutes so, is the longest. Yeah, because you want to. I want to try to like when I'm looking at these. I want to try to like pinpoint um, the the biggest things that a person can advance upon and work on for the hitting. I mean, when it comes to hitting, as you know, it's it's one of the hardest things. Although you're Johnny Trino, well, you, I, you hit every. I was going to go on as Johnny Trino, and I was going to critique well, I, I everyone's. Yeah, yeah, you know, we should, you know what? I totally. I'd love that. to critique that. <laughs> And I'm going to be like, no, you're swinging too hard. You're pulling the ball. You're hitting the ball too far. What you want to do is angle so the ball goes over someone's head at second base, bounces and goes to the right, and you get a double. But uh, uh, anyway, we, we're joking around. But it's a real thing. Critique.com. C-R-I-T-I-Q. Um, yes. And uh, Rick is currently up My there. Page. I'll have a video up soon enough. And um, My page you want to go to is critique.com slash coach A. There you go. Look as creative too. He's a creative soul, is right. So here we go. The bottom line is, what the heck happened to this guy? Do you remember that guy? Are these guys dead yet? Melito Perez and Dave Magadan and also Rick and Jimmy will be on critique.com. That's it for our show. Rick, I love you, and I'll see you next week. Later. <laughs>